0: For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit slash local today. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection.
1: To the not playing podcast my name's rob howard and this week i'm joined by ian bruce and patrick k you can contact us on email at not at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter at not playing pod cool so uh yeah we neglected to go through our games of the year before christmas mostly because i think well they they released so many giant games at the end of the year that I think we all kind of wanted a chance to play them, really. Well, I did, anyway. Um, So, uh, yeah. Um, Yeah, we should get into it, I suppose. Um, I think we're going to go through, basically... I don't know. Some of us... I've tried to put my top five in order. Um, I don't know if you guys... How well you've done with all of that, but... um, I think I probably can. Sure. Yeah, well... (laughs) My top three is going to be what it is today. It might change tomorrow. So, uh, but okay. basically, there's been some incredibly strong games this year. I think. I mean, yeah, let's start with like what we thought about the year in in uh, general. I mean, what did you think about 2014 in in video games? Uh, it was certainly
0: a year of a lot a lot more people realising that sometimes games companies don't tell us always tell us the truth. Um, the, a number of titles that kind of fucked up the launches and the launch versions weren't what everybody was really expecting, based on the marketing skills of the marketing
2: overlords. Um, It was was a year of a fair amount of disappointment, to be fair, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: and there was... I I think I just want to get the negativity out of the way. So there was a fair amount of disappointment. There was fucking Gamergate, useless bunch of fucking idiots. Um, Mm. And there was all of that shit. So... I was kind of I'm a bit saddened to see gaming in the mainstream media for a lot of the wrong reasons. Frequently, mm. yeah, um, it, it seemed to be like a turkey shoot. Oh, we can get gaming again, huh? Ah. Um, and and that was kind of sad. However, pushing that to one side because it doesn't really matter, does it? Uh, it's been a good year. It's been a fantastic year for me, getting all rifted up, um, and really enjoying that. So. I, I was looking at the games of 2014, and I am starting to realise I'm playing less games, um, but I'm spending more time trying to make games. So that's probably a good thing.
2: What about <laughs> you, I'm, I'm very quickly joining the same can. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was some there were some awesome things this year, but yeah, there were there were a lot of dodgy launches. There there wasn't a huge amount of. Um, Surprises this year good surprises i, I don 't think um, but you know there was def- there was definitely some interesting things
1: that that you know um, are definitely worth mentioning there are some games on my list here that i didn 't think were going to be there I honestly didn't um, but yeah i i I thought that there would be more innovation from the indie crowd, but i wasn 't quite expect you know and, and I expected that the triple a games would kind of be serving up more of the same but i wasn't quite expecting them to completely uh, fail as they have um all these big launches of games just kind of went to shit really and um it didn't really affect me personally i just avoided those games i mean and uh you know thank god we've got you know the media or youtube or whatever to help us dodge these bullets because uh there could have been quite a lot of uh discontent i think otherwise okay so i'll let patrick go first then what's your number five game of the year
2: uh i i I, i'm not sure about absolute definite numbers that's a that's a really hard thing to put down but um uh definitely something that's always been on the background and i've always been coming back to this year is dcs uh which is the the simulator (coughs) um which is a free-to-play game on steam um spoke about it quite a long time ago i think now but um it has got better and better support with with the rift um and is it's a is a very very cool very realistic simulator um with lots of dlc that you can you can pick up on steam i i've, I've just been hitting it every time it hit the sales really and just picking up new new vehicles for it
1: what was it really it was. It was last year, but to be it was honest, actually
2: last year. But the uh, the the Rift support, or the support, year before that, in fact. But um, yeah, it's actually yeah, it's a few years old. But it's um, the Rift. The Rift support is something which is you know getting upset. It's actually about to get its own new graphics engine. It's about to have a completely new uh, gra- engine. So which is really cool because it, it's it is the one game that just runs like absolute crap. Um, on, on my system, it, it's basically because it's um, it's a modified engine from um, a, 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 a basically a non-consumer simulator, which I think was a few years old and ran on a on a you know a, a system built specifically for it, and it essentially only runs off one core. So mod- modern uh, PCs don't <coughs> run it particularly well because of that reason. Uh, the other the other upside to that though is that it uses an entire core for audio and has like some of the most realistic three um, d audio in a game, which is cool, but it does run like like crap and um, so i 'm re- really looking forward to that one to getting smooth smoother getting a smoother experience um with the, with the update but um it but still it's i've had so much fun with it just like learning how to fly helicopters and stuff and just yeah just having a, a ridiculous time just in jets and and old world war Two planes and stuff so yeah that's 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 definitely one of one of my one of my games of the year always in the background keep going back to it nearly probably play it once a week twice a week. yeah
1: I've, i think that's fair enough um I've just made an effort to try and stick to games from this year, but I think any kind of big multiplayer games like that, where they're constantly adding new things to it and stuff like that, Hmm. I still think that's fair game for uh, this conversation, definitely. (coughs) Cool.
0: I'm definitely going to... I'm going to... I will mention the games that I've actually been playing a lot of this year, but I've I've only got Gears gears that were released. Jesus, I'm a bit tired. I've only got (laughs) games that were released this year To discuss here. Cool, okay.
1: Go on then, what's your number five?
0: Well, I have a definite top three, but the rest are a bit squiffy. So I'm going to go with Sightline, the chair. Okay, right. Um, Awesome. Because I've enjoyed all of the Rift stuff that I've had a chance to enjoy on my own kit this year. Uh, And on Pat's kit earlier in the the year, of course. Of all of them, I think Sightline is the one that uses what it's trying, what the Rift can offer, in a way some of the others don't. Um, a lot of them are just you can look around on a roller coaster, you can you're in a dungeon and you're crawling along, and oh, there's a big scary thing. But Sightline does it, it encourages you to use the hardware that you're wearing on your head mm. in a way that creates a really cool. Experience and it's a bit disconcerting and a bit where did that come from? But not in a scary way, in a kind of wonderful way. Mm. Um, and it would be really nice if my games of 2015 were all wonderful Rift experiences. As it becomes more mainstream and give VR stuff comes out and shit. Um, but the 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 sightline definitely. If you have an opportunity to have a go on a Rift, if you haven't got one, <coughs> ask them to get sightline down so you can enjoy it for a great visual treat i think
2: yeah yeah i think you're absolutely right about it being a like a great example of something built for the hardware it's it's sort of like that angry birds touchscreen aha moment isn't it really where yeah. someone uses it for for something that wouldn't work on anything else um it, it, it's specifically the the looking around and when you turn back the scene is has changed. Yeah. That's that's essentially the the trick spoiler, maybe. Mind. But yeah, <laughs> it, it is essentially the entire well, experience. I mean, that's but... the entire thing, absolutely. Yeah. but Yeah. You, you
0: can I can't think of any anywhere else you would be able to do that. Um. There's. I mean, there's certainly been games where you look one way and look the other, and the whole thing's changed. But it's usually for plot reasons, and they're usually a bit hokey. But this is just. It's subtle. It's. It's just a beautiful thing. So. Mm.
1: And it's a free download.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, they all probably ninety nine
0: percent of the Rift. I think there's a couple there that you, that you have to pay for, but I'm just not paying for them out of principle. You're, <laughs> you have to pay for something on the on dev kit. Well, <laughs> let me shave my balls and drop them gently into your mouth, my
2: friends. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> just no, pa- no. That's... Apparently, there's about six hundred of them now, roughly, Right. of these these sort of Rift experiences. I was reading the other day, <clears>
1: um, so
0: and and it's not really a game, so
1: maybe no. it shouldn't really be on the list, but. Um, it, polygon put pt in their uh top 10 and that's like a trailer an interactive kind of trailer yeah, thing yeah, yeah so
0: but, but um, there is a there's a gaming element there isn't there you have some control over you've, you've got shit to
2: do it's not just kind of sitting there looking around oh is hmm. this like on rails kind of thing well not well, it's difficult it's on a seat yeah it's a seated experience. You sit in a course. chair and look right.
0: around, and as you look one direction, you'll see something, and you'll look back the other way, and then when you slowly turn around, there's something else there. And it's kind it, of like it, it's it like Inception like, or, or, or the world's yeah, been deconstructed very, and then reconstructed. The it Matrix sounds like or,
2: it's very much similar to yeah, like Inception or uh, um, Existence, where yeah. yeah, the scene is basically changing in subtle, weird kind of dreamlike ways, which. It's or the like holodeck can, of Star
0: Trek or something. Yeah. It's just... It, I mean, it's really cool. There's a little bit of some game stuff in there and a couple of shocks and moments, but it, it just kind of encapsulates everything that the Rift can be
1: and hopefully would be in the future. Will be in the future. So, yeah. Sounds a bit, sounds a bit like my experience of watching Birdman last night, where it's all kind of shot as, like, one continuous shot, but the scenes kind of, like, you turn a corner and it's a new... Like the scene is different. There's people there that weren't there
0: before.
2: Stuff like Hmm. that.
1: Like, yeah, that would be cool if they did that in a. Yeah, pulling
2: narrative into the scene
1: rather than you having to go out and explore it sort of thing. Yeah, like, you know, someone will be up on the rafters of the theatre and then the camera pans right down and then they're on the stage, you know, like there's. It's a very cool movie, by the way, but there's another podcast for that. Um, (laughs) um, Okay, cool. No, that's fair enough. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of things like this, as you say. There's thousands of them available now to download for free. Um, but yeah, my 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 uh, my number five is is more of a, a gamer's game, I suppose, and it is uh, Wolfenstein: The New Order. Um, like I said, I didn't. There's a lot of games that come out this year that I didn't expect <coughs> to be this high up on my list, but um, I really enjoyed Wolfenstein. It it was. Um, it was just a kind of injection of nostalgia. I think it really reminded me uh, of like back in the day when I, when they started putting together those sort of really slick um, first person shooters. Um, It reminded me a lot of um, Half-Life, maybe Half-Life two a bit more. Um, And yeah, just the, just the absolute mania of like going into rooms with double automatic shotguns and, Uh, and also the way they managed to still sort of pull in a lot of the old school tropes like the treasure hunting and stuff whilst making it feel really modern Uh, some of the levels were like almost unnecessarily big Um, plenty of like room for exploration uh, excellent storytelling and uh, brilliant um, like uh, I'm not not so sure about mocap but brilliant characters even Blaskovitz I mean who the hell would have thought he could have been a you know a character you could really root for you know yeah. um he's almost a cypher in the old games but in this you know i think it really had some weight to it and i love the setting as well like the whole sort of alternative uh if the nazis had won um sort of setup um yeah so i don't know if it i don't know if i would have been as pleased with it if i'd have paid full price but I, i picked it up at you know half price in the steam sale and I really had a great time with it and really enjoyed it and it was quite a lengthy game for what it was as well, it was an unexpectedly uh, chunky piece of game I thought
0: it has, It's been that's. I think of all the ones we're going to discuss that's the one that I think have, has surprised most people with how good it actually was compared mm. to their expectations um, I know Total Biscuit yeah, and- was raving about it and other people have said it's been really great fun
1: Yeah I it really is- enjoyed it it's really solid port though uh as well like the uh what engine is the id tech engine isn't it was it the latest version of that i think it was running on it mm. it's got a few weird quirks to it but it ran really well on my machine it's an open geo uh, engine isn't it ah uh, right is that it that's the that's the difference is it you cuz you don't see they don't build that many games with it do they really not a huge amount it's no it's kind of an Id, an id thing really or a bethesda thing nowadays anyway yeah that's my number five uh what's your number four pat uh i'd say probably the forest um
2: t- to be fair none of the the the, the games on my list the uh, uh, surprise ones they were all pretty much the ones i was most excited about but um yeah the forest uh, i look i was looking forward to it for ages and it's it's an early access game, so it's something that just got better and better with every version. Um, and it recently had multiplayer um, added, which me and Ian had a had a bit of a laugh playing around with. Um, just, it, it, just a very interesting survival game. Um, very, very beautiful. It, enormously atmospheric. Um, it has it does things that that games haven't really done before. It, it essentially has a. a um, a crafting element to it in in a realistic environment, which is um, something that kind of Rust sort of touched on, but um, it, it does it in a, in a in a I guess a more kind of focused focused way. You know, it, it's, it's a more
0: appropriate way, isn't it? Rust lets you build whatever the fuck you want, basically. Yeah, Rust just makes completely l-
2: unrealistic. You can build a tank out of these twigs. Uh, you can build a penis just, church.
0: Yes, it's just. <laughs> I mean, Rust is a great game, but. Yeah, it, it's crafting is of... a bit for gaming sake, not for not for narrative sake,
2: and it's more for narrative right. sake. In it, it, it definitely has gaming applications as well. If you use it properly, though, um, with with Rust, um, yeah. You know, yeah, 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 um, you can craft uh, like buildings to, to to shelter you by. You can build like boats. You can build traps. Um, you're basically relentlessly pursued by these these cannibals which which live on the island, and the, you can build these traps to kind of protect yourself in, in the nighttime when it's when it's the most dangerous. Uh, you make campfires, you can cook, you can hunt for food. It's just yeah, really really cool and, and, and different game, um, and definitely definitely sort of recommend people check it out more now than ever because it's you know it's, it's definitely more of a, <clears throat> a, a feature full game at this point, although there is still things to be added.
1: Yeah, it could, al- it could almost end up being your game of 2015 as well.
0: <laughs> um, I have to fess up here and say I have actually got it at the top of my list. Uh, That's fine. Uh, we-
2: it's always going to be. We can, we can rejiggle them. No, no. I, it,
0: but instead of me having to talk about it then, for all of those reasons, I've <laughs> I put it at the top of my wrist. Uh, my wrist of my list.
1: This was more- always going to happen. I'm sure it's not going to be the first and or last. No. Yeah. Well, it's um, not going to be the last. I, anyway
0: <laughs> it's certainly not on the same level as some of the more produced games that I'm sure will come up shortly but for a tiny team it's a wonderful thing really really yeah. a wonderful thoroughly disturbing thing the fucking breasticles on the woman that comes and oh um uh. <laughs> uh, and some of the narrative stuff is is great the first time you die the 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 start of it. Um, and I think the carp is going to be really, really cool because the lack of bandits and shit will make it a, a, a... Like, two of you have survived the initial incident, the initial crash. So, just because it's a bit quirky and it's not by a big team, I put it as my number one. Just out of principle for the indies.
1: Go, brothers. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Go, indies. Cool. Okay. Well, I'll do my... Uh... Since you've had a go, I'll I'll do my number four now. <laughs> Sorry, that was <laughs> we're still, you... still Pet's number four, wasn't it? Okay, sure. <coughs> no, I'll, do, I'll I'll just do my number four uh, because my my number four is an indie too. Uh, the Banner Saga. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this came out right at the start of uh, of 2014. Uh, I didn't get round to it till, till the summer, and it's since. Now it's available on iOS as well, and I'm not sure about Android. I think that's coming soon. But anyway, yeah, I was just—it's one that I just kept coming back to in my mind when I was deliberating my top five. I—I uh, I loved how much they managed to do with such, uh, like, a limited presentation. You know, like the uh, the 2D uh, uh, cartoon sort of. Uh, Character bits and then the the the, the turn based combat as well. Um it all just melded together brilliantly for me and there's uh another two parts. Uh the second part I think is out sometime this year, so I'm really looking forward to that. And uh I may well even pick it up for iOS as well, just to play in the run up to it. Cool. So Good. yeah, I really, really recommend that. Uh it's been on it was in the Steam so I like, over Christmas for, like, about three quid, you know. My mum was in
0: the Steam sale.
1: Christ, everything was. (laughs) (laughs) So, what was your number four, then, Ian?
0: Um, yeah. Mm. I think I'm going to say Watch Dogs. And I know it's another one that had a bit of a shitstorm during its release, and... It's it's definitely not the game that the marketing had us believe it to be but it is it's a solid world the the view of the of Chicago from the bay is just breathtaking some of the the dawn and dusk mm-hmm. stuff is really great um, and I'm still playing it I'm, def- I'm gonna finish it absolutely gonna finish it but
1: yeah I finished it but it didn't <coughs> quite make my list um, it's it's definitely an honorable mention of mine because yeah, yeah d- despite the flaws I still chucked a ton of hours at it and i finished it yeah uh, i didn't do like every single mission because i wanted to leave some to try later with my new card maybe or something yeah. um and uh i i enjoyed like modding it trying desperately to make it look like those trailers <laughs> that everybody did um but i and i think it's definitely a game that's like I, I i i don't i don't i think it i think it was just a case of of misguided expectations really Well, I mean,
0: I'm not sure they were misguided. They were correct based on the marketing that accompanied the early stuff, but it was definitely one that awoke people's expect or reminded people that the vertical slices you see at games conferences and expos is just there to sell the game to people. It's not necessarily what it's going to be. In the same way, the advert for a whopper on the TV make is a glorious succulent burger with dripping onions and the glorious yeah. juices of twenty virgins Whatever it I mean it's and you go and buy one and it's just a soggy bag of shit. That's how it works. <laughs> That's how marketing works. Uh and uh, exposed just another marketing avenue. So it taught us all something, but I still kind of enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I think I think it definitely benefited in my mind me not having played GTA 5 yet and still not having played GTA 5 yet. Soon my friend. Although, yeah, not long now, like 3 weeks or yeah. whatever. Um but yeah, yeah, no that's cool. Watchdogs, yeah, definitely worth uh, bringing up. What? So now we're on to number 3s yeah. which what have you got, Pat? Well, I I'm I'm pretty
2: confident that my number three is going to be on one of you guys lists and probably both of your guys lists so I'm going to skip it and go to number two
1: okay um,
2: so, <laughs> which is the vanishing of Ethan Carter okay, cool. okay. Um, absolutely again this was not a surprise for me I was absolutely chomping at the bit when the first time I saw screenshots for this game there was something about it that looked completely new and, and, and different that I hadn't seen before uh, and the game was absolutely awesome very very short but just enjoyed every single moment of it and it, it, like just from a from a from a sort of technical point of view it was just such an impressive game um it came from a fairly small studio they've a very experienced one they've um i think they made things like bulletstorm and a couple of or oh, they they're from the, te- the team that made yeah. bulletstorm some um, of the talent yeah um, but it was just it, it was bizarre to see like an indie game, uh, which wasn't from one of these massive publishers, p- pretty much being one of the if not the prettiest game yep. to be released mm-hmm. this year. Um, and it was so impressive that I had to kind of so, kind of look up and try and work out why that was the case. And it turns out they they use a, a tech. A technique called um, photogrammetry, which is basically where you take lots of photographs of an object and you you use a computer program to stitch them together, um, d- detecting their, their, their basically 3D information, and you make a model out of it. But the models that you produce with this technique, um, because they obviously come from real life, uh, are so much more convincing than what, what most modelers could actually make, <clears throat> de- depe- like regardless of their skill, because it captures things which are actually there. Um, and it's such an amazing technique, and I think we're only just starting to see people start to, to use it in games, like, uh, like at least the kind of indie, indie sort of level. Um, it, it, this is quite, it's quite an old technique. It's been around since the Victorian era, but like in, in t- for computers... And for, for it to be useful for something like computer games, I, I think we're only just starting to see it popping up here and there. But there's quite a few titles this, coming out this year which are which are, are using it. Um, cool. I, I've popped out myself and done some cool um, photogrammetry of some sort of trees Can the, confirm woods and woods. Was stuff cool.
0: And stuff. Looked great. So w- cheers, man. Which games are coming out this year that, that use it?
2: <clears throat> um, it's uh, the name totally escapes me. Uh, well, that's it's core it's, preparation, isn't it? It's. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, no, it's our so, Jesus. Okay, I can't remember
1: off the top of my head. I, I will find or out.
0: Jesus, as it's called in Mexico.
1: <laughs> While you're looking that up, I, I've I've just got some thoughts on the game. Uh, it's the astronauts of the team that made it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. Again, this is another one of my honourable men. Honourable yeah, mentions. Um. I I I really enjoyed it. I cannot deny it's a very impressive looking game. Uh, but I did have uh just a few personal hang-ups with the the delivery of the content uh and the the lack of signposting and i know that their intention was always to make it not hand-holding and stuff like that but it was just that was just a tiny little niggle that's that kept it out of my top five i have to, I've got to say mate that is
2: part of what made it such a great game for me i mm. i love the fact that there was no hand holding holding and there was there was a moment where yeah it it was slightly annoying because I wasn't sure what to do um so yeah that that definitely it definitely wasn't flawless but I I absolutely love the fact they just dropped you in that that amazingly crafted world and just let you get on with it and and you know find your own way around and I I would love to see much more of that to be honest
1: yeah I, I wasn't opposed to um the the ability to to tackle things in any order it was just kind of The lack of signposting. It's not like I wanted to be my hand held. I just would have appreciated a bit more signposting. That's all. Anyway, I think in a later patch, they did add some like fast travel options from that. I don't want to spoil anything, but um, there's a way. Yeah. No, there's there's a way in which uh, you can kind of tie up the loose ends, basically. Yeah, near near the end
2: of the game, it sort of points out if you have missed any of the. Yeah, the the the, uh, the actual scenes, um, but yeah, it's just it just had such, had such good atmosphere to it as well. The music was amazing as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, there was some, it definitely had some incredible moments, like mm. um, the bit uh, underground in the mines. My God, that oh, was
2: yeah, that was and terrifying. The, the, cli- the climax to that was something I've been looking forward to seeing yeah. in a computer game since I've been playing computer games. I think Which, yeah, I won't mention um, what it is
1: because it's a massive spoiler. But um, no, it's it's something that we all are definitely into and uh yeah yeah i was well impressed with that and and uh yeah definitely the visuals the atmosphere um and and i was almost frustrated at the lack of profile this game had i know that's going to change because it's going to come out on ps4 this year well, it had, and they'll probably it was a
0: hot thing ju- just before its release but it wasn't really
1: discussed much after it kind <coughs> of got reviewed and it was it was high up on metacritic but i think it just got you know, it just got like, uh, I, th- I don't know what came out at a similar time. I think it was Destiny. But, I think that was getting uh, all the there was, wasn't
0: There was a game last year, what was the the house one? Home or Gone Home? What was Gone, yeah. gone Home, yeah. I mean, that yeah. was the same
1: kind of thing. Yeah. It came out and
0: everybody went, wow, it's amazing. And then a couple of weeks later, everybody was going right next. But, mm. and isn't, yeah, but yeah. isn't that down to the length of the game, not necessarily the quality of the game? If there was 400 just... hours of gameplay, you, you, people would be talking about it for longer.
1: I just don't think there was any PR push. You know, there'd be PRs would be hassling journalists. I think the only coverage it got was people going, oh, that's just popped up on Steam. That looks good. Let's review that. Okay. This is surprisingly good. It really didn't get much of a... It was like a curiosity, you know, almost. uh, People having to explain about this game that had had really very little coverage or... You know, I mean, and it's good that it got to sort of like exist on its own merit in that way but i'm sure like once when this comes out on ps4 uh it's going to get a big push from sony i'm sure
2: yeah it's also getting uh rift support in a, in a few months apparently as well um, oh nice i've I managed to use like a like a stereo injector to have a quick look at it, it and it looks absolutely incredible <coughs> in the Rift. It, it's good it's per, i mean it's perfect really for that
1: game is it because of that photogrammetry exactly, stuff? Yeah, it exactly. makes the assets look properly 3D. Like? And they're all like correct scale and everything. Do you get a decent, frame rate,
0: a decent enough frame rate with it?
1: Um,
2: turning the anti-aliasing down, yeah. Um, it, okay. it, I did have to turn quite a few few things down, but yeah. And that 's an injector they're they 're generally not as efficient yeah. as one that's actually you know part of the engine, so but yeah i can 't wait to see that i can't find the name of that game which is coming uh, out uh, unfortunately I... but one one other game that definitely is using it is uh technolust, which is one of the games oh, I'm right. most excited okay. about this this
1: year yeah. uh, uh, there's yeah.
2: a lot of kind of new technologies being used in that um like the the 3d audio that oculus are, are adding um there's an amazing demo which i I, I played um a few a few months back or a few weeks back um which is just this room uh from the techno lost game and it is used this kind of 3d um audio and you can just walk around check it out and it's amazing there's there's a woman sitting in in the room and she is a, a model that's been photo scanned i believe um and it does do something to make the the face look a little bit more realistic and believable but you can you can move to the window and you can hear the kind of sky traffic outside zooming past. And it's re- like really immersive. Um, and if you, if you get really close to this model, like if you actually lean up against her chest, you can hear her heartbeat. That's how like wow. accurate it is. It's really, really interesting. And there's so much, there's so many cool things you could do with that. That's just like a kind of like a, a, a tech demo really just to show people at working. Um, but yeah, really excited to, to see what he does with, with photogrammetry and the, the 3d audio stuff.
1: Cool. One quick thing about, uh, just to go back to Ethan Carter, the only other thing I forgot to mention was the music, which is incredible.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing.
1: Uh, Yeah, so uh, skipping back to number three then, uh, I'm going to guess the one that you were going to refer to as Elite Dangerous, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Is this anywhere on your list then, Ian? Uh, It's my number two. It's your number two, okay. Well, I, I, talk- thought, I thought as much, I didn't
2: want to steal it from you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was my number two, uh, but I've been playing a bit too much of Dragon Age lately. Oops, spoiler. Um, so yeah, anyway, let's just get into it. Elite Dangerous, I finally got to play it uh, over Christmas. I sunk about, I uh, uh, don't know, days <laughs> into yeah. it. Um, it's fantastic uh, to be playing a space Jeez. sim again after all this time. Uh, especially having these controllers, uh, the Thrustmaster HOTAS set up. Uh, Pat's Pat, got but what, you don't to, what are you
0: showing us your junk for? Jesus.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I, Just, I, I, but, I bought a, a dedicated chair for having I've got silly peanuts over here, I don't like to see one on the... Sc- <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I, yeah, I, I, um, I bought myself a chair so I could nail these silly fucking flight sticks. Sorry, and <laughs> had, had you nailed them, the I was so impressed by your crop well, that I hadn't they're, they're they're sort of they're not nailed on but they're yeah, they're they're permanently
1: attached. Okay. Yeah, but I mean cool. anyway, just having that uh like those that number of inputs, I've also been using voice attack uh oh, to, it's amazing
2: it's to amazing. control
1: uh just what would be keyboard presses, but I do not want to take my hands off of these. Yeah. So uh covered, yeah i have using fresh. it for like yeah, I've been using it for like landing gear and uh, jump, my jump drive, which is a bit weird because I say jump to go out of hyperspace or super cruise, which is a bit weird. But um, uh, You can do, but anyway, engage, yeah. do engage instead, or you can set two up. Yeah, you can, you land, can set you two, can two have that, many. that have the same thing. Oh, you can have two <laughs> commands to get you to... The, down to the same key, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. and um, something
2: something I found from using that software, <clears throat> uh, I think it's the word two. If you if you assign the word two to, to stuff, uh, clicking your fingers will trigger it. Uh, right. So <laughs> I I actually had it set up <laughs> I had it set up a while ago that uh, Windows would load uh, a, um, a browser window if I click my fingers. So I click my fingers and the internet opens. But you could you can put it in a game. Yeah,
1: I I've just I've just got it. I I stick it it on.
2: Have it for your lights and in the cockpit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've just got it stuck. I think I've added a few more like uh, cargo scoop and lights, but I haven't really done much cargo scooping. I mean, in terms of the way I've been playing it, Matt downstairs is like uh, taking screenshots at every starport to get the best prices everywhere. Um, I told him about the the app but he's won't hear about it um, i've not been resorting to any of that i didn't want to play it like that i didn't want to play it with any uh any intervention any outside interference i i did a bit of trading and uh i managed to raise a bit of money by just doing the routes if if you follow the routes on the map you can make money and i've found a few just through spending a lot of time playing going back and forth i've discovered a few lucrative routes i'm not earning like a million credits an hour like some people but you know it was enough to uh try out a few different ships i got i i I, uh got a hauler at one point and was shifting loads of cargo around and then i sold my hauler bought an eagle uh kitted it out with some cannons and no cargo. I've just got an interdiction machine now. And I'm just zooming around in supercruise <laughs> looking for people machine. with bounties Ex- and interdicting <laughs> people and pulling them out of hyperspace <laughs> and blowing them up, which is just so rewarding. I've I've put up a few videos on my YouTube channel of me getting like 34,000 credits for like blowing up a ASP or something. But normally I've had quite a lot of help. But I do like the fact that even when you, you can get the cops involved, you know, by just being in a system, you know, if you're near a nav beacon, then they'll call in reinforcements. And I've just been in these incredible firefights where, like, you've just got um, like you, and then like sort of six cops. And and I've also been doing a bit of multiplayer with Matt. Um, and and this I'm this is going to lead into my only reservation and the. the only real reason it's not my number one is that um yeah we've been meeting up but it's if you're both try- when you're trying to do objectives together the game really doesn't support it at all like if you're in combat and you were uh, you know there's a bounty there and you're like oh come on help me if he lands the last shot on that he gets all the money I get none of it so you can jump through some hoops apparently you can drop cargo for people and you know on purpose and get them to scoop it up but Really, I mean, I know this game is a space in first and foremost. Well, it's Elite, you know. It's it's a remake of Elite, but they have made it with an a giant multiplayer open world. And the thing that the game is really missing is is social options. At the moment, there doesn't seem yeah. to be any kind of incentive to, to play together, even though my experiences of playing with another player have been some of the best I've had with the game. It just seems crazy to me that it, they've... Uh, right now it feels like such a solitary experience, you know? <clears throat>
0: um, yes. And that's probably why I'm going to leave it for a while as well. Uh, uh, Radars and I have done a fair bit over the last... We did a fair bit over Christmas, actually. Um, but it was always he's doing stuff in one galaxy. In the same way that when you and I did it, Pat, yeah. he's in one place and I'm in the other and <laughs> infrequently we'd bump each other at each other as yeah. we were going in and out of a starport
2: I mean I, I remember that one that one moment when we first actually met up at the same starport for the first time we had each other on comms <laughs> Yeah, and, and we our ships were sort of facing yes. each other and we were talking. That was an amazing moment. That was like Rubbing noses. that was Yeah, it was crazy. It was like first contact. It was like like being in a prototype of the metaverse and like just seeing what that would feel like yeah. for the first time. It was it was a really like intense moment. Like it's like, it's like I'll always remember that as my yes. kind of like, my my <laughs> thumbnail of, of, of That's, of that's really where dangerous. games come. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah exactly. But after like, that it good. was
0: like we we were both playing a game but on the phone at the same time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, and it's it's kind of still like that. Uh, mm. I'm a little jealous of your combat stuff you've been doing with Matt Rob because some of that looked what? really good with the videos and shit. Uh, just well, the, I... even if the, the the technicalities of who actually gets the credit for the work is a bit of a chore, the fact that both of the, you were there and you were fighting shit together, I I really want to do some of that. But Radcheck didn't bat it didn't back it he uh, bought it at re- on release so i think so he had a sidewinder and needed to grind his shit to get to something that would be that may last a little longer in combat although i'm sure a sidewinder is good enough but i've got a cobra because i backed it somewhere something along the line
1: so yeah well it's the same with it's the same with me and matt that's got a cobra that's all kitted out and he's got like uh, masses of cargo space so he can do these crazy runs and make thousands of credits but going into that high intensity combat zone as they call it we we just stumbled upon that um, and to go in there like the thing is you've got to be able to buy your ship back and at the moment my you know even though I have like I've only got an eagle but I've got some good guns on it I've I've upped the armor on it I've, I've, I've upped the, the jump drive on it so right now to buy back my ship is seven grand so it's not just a basic eagle that would cost you like two grand to buy back. But if you're going into those high-intensity combat zones, uh, you are going to die a lot, oh, and you need the money to, well, to buy your ship. Well, I mean, you don't have to die. You could. Well, you could be good get to 40%, yeah, have and then skills. fuck
0: off and run away. I mean, that's the. It's not well, call of yes. duty, is it?
1: No, I mean that if and because I've outfitted my eagle, I can normally get myself out of trouble whether that's with another player or, yeah. you know, when I've taken on a bounty that's a bit too tough um, and stuff like that. But, you know, I do love the way that the game does, um, does cater for all, all kinds of styles. It was always, the, the original game always was uh, supposed to do that, but um, because that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to see how the trading was. Obviously, that's the way to make the money. But also, the combat is incredibly gratifying more than any other elite game I've ever played yeah. um, <clears throat> they've definitely got that bit working as well, and also I love the uh, the fact that you can make money just by exploring um, as long as you've got like a basic scanner fitted, you can actually rack up just not much but like a token amount of money it's, that will it, kind of cover fuel and shit yeah you know, I mean, it makes it, worth,
0: it makes exploring you mean by selling the the trade route data or whatever it is the yeah. The exploration shit. Um, yeah, you just get it
1: by doing miles. Yeah, and, uh,
0: it, when because when I started with Radders, he had started in the Sidewinder and I'd started in the Cobra, and we were—I was—it was like 150 light years apart. So I thought, fuck it, and just started the journey to go to where he was. And it took about an hour for some reason. Don't know why. Um, but when I got there, I realised that I could sell all the all the trade route data. or I can't remember what it's called that section. I made you know, probably about about an hour's worth of stuff, probably fifteen k. So yeah, that was all right. got
2: to say, really... like, go sorry, on. go. On. I was, was going to say, like, the I think what I really enjoyed about this game is not so much the like the gaming side of it, not so much you know doing the combat or the, the trading, weather, but just as as just like a really cool experience. It's just like. Is, I think I can't remember where I read it, but someone described it as a hand solo simulator, and that's that's kind of what it is. It's it's, yeah. the, it's the closest thing we've had that sort of makes you feel like you're actually in that kind of sci-fi universe. And, and and for me, that that was enough to to make it like one of my games of the year. Just sitting in that cockpit, you know, um, just having these cool HUDs popping up, um, you know, gliding into into uh, stations to, to to dock and. It's it's just the overall experience of it is what made made it stand out f- f- to me. There was a that, lot of detail that
0: they didn't need to put in, but they did. Mm. So, uh, on the on some of the stations that have the <coughs> the rotating uh, garden bits, they're not gardens; yeah. they're forests. But if you fly up to them, you can see trees in there. What? Yeah. Why did they bother doing that? But they did. Um, and the little loading reason.
1: vehicles inside. Yeah. Like, I mean, going that's yeah. and down. That, that's so. all
0: a bit what the fuck for me. But, that, I mean, you can see that stuff. Um, the adverts on the outside the spaceports. The, the spaceports that you, where you have to land outside. I missed all of that. Mm. The last time I played it prior to launch, none of that was in there. Uh, and they're really cool. You're seeing a, mm. a ton of ships hovering around waiting for a platform to be available. That's really... Good. I suppose you could say it's a bit of a problem, but I quite enjoyed joining a list, a queue of people request, yeah. trying to request docking clearance I've at the same time. I've oh, not had that. I've not had that at all. There was one that had about 12 people waiting for one of the three pads to become available.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. And you're
0: just sitting there going, d- d- flying up to each other and flashing your lights, and then flying off. <laughs> or waiting right at the end of the pad, so that when the person comes out, you can go first and you can zoom in, hopefully. But it's, yeah, it's quite it's Oh,
1: funny. I think that's because I remember Matt saying that like it's 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 etiquette to enter the hangar and not just yes just stay on the it. yeah 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 because otherwise yeah, you can you create it. congestion and, and people I have, have noticed, definitely been doing that yeah I I have to say uh, I did notice one annoying little bug sometimes when you request permission to land sometimes when you go into those big ports like the number of the of the landing port doesn't show up sometimes I don't know if that's just me but. Have you not experienced that yet?
0: If I've flown over it, I can't see it because sometimes they're right by the door.
1: Yeah, 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 (laughs) Um, true.
0: But other than that, I do sometimes find that I I can't see it even though it's there and I just need to pull back a bit and it's slightly below me. Um, But I've always been able to find stuff. Yeah, uh,
1: I'm probably, I'm not, I don't have a Rift, so I'm still playing this in Meat um, That's Which all right. is probably why I'm having a slightly more gamey experience with it, perhaps. Mm. Um, but I, I don't know don't, how you... You c- don't need to...
2: I guess you don't need to have that as, as much with it as, as, like, a VR experience, I guess. it's like, like I said, it's just kind of overwhelming enough to just be in those places, to, yeah. to, to hover around the sun. Like, the first time... you, you i left a a station and there was like a large carrier that was that was that was flying into it as i was leaving and just like turning around and seeing like
1: the side of it and stuff
2: it's just amazing Um, well it's cool i've
1: still got my mouse plugged in so i can i do quite often just grab it and have a little look around sometimes but yeah um, you've also got this thing on the 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 rift
2: you've also got this thing on the rift where you know you've got those those pop-up huds on your yeah, on your dashboard. Well, in the in the Rift, you
1: just look over, and that just pops yeah, up I can imagine, massively. like the mouse view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I know. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's far superior. I mean, obviously, it's the next step. <laughs>
0: well, I, mean, uh, I wouldn't call it far superior. it's, no, just, it's no, a different it's got, experience. Yeah, but the fact I mean, that you can have two great experiences within one game—one mm, with the Rift and one without the Rift—yeah, that's,
2: full that's credit exactly to them, definitely. That's exactly my, that's exactly my point, mate. That's exactly my point.
1: Yeah, the fact that they've been able to support that. Like really well, and, as well and as do really else.
0: easily to get the rift going. It's just, it's a joy, yeah. a bloody joy, which and, may or not, r- which is probably not one of the th- things for one of the other games. I suspect we've got to come.
1: Have you had to turn much down to get it working with the rift? I know we've gone through all this before. Um, but...
2: uh, yeah, I t- I turned down uh, shadows and
1: uh, anti aliasing. I think. Yeah. Because uh, right yeah. now I'm I I would lament <clears throat> having to sacrifice my 60 frames per second that I'm getting at the moment yeah you everything. need 75 so, <laughs> yeah so I definitely have to turn something down or
0: or uh, you go with less than 75 and just put up with it which is what I've been doing because I, don't, I can't I don't want to lean forward for the menus um, or lean forward too far for the menus because that just seems a bit weird That's it seems I, like poor shit design if you've got these beautiful menus but the only
1: way to read them is to lean forward yeah, surely your chair would have you lean forward all the time then. Um, I would, I would feel at a disadvantage as far as combat goes if I wasn't getting six. Well, I,
0: I, I'm definitely not. I'm not going to be doing any combat in it, in the rift at no. the moment because I'm not. I haven't got the right, a decent enough frame rate. But for just farting around the galaxy, flying past suns, flying around stations and stuff, Christ, it's a beautiful thing in the rift. Definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm. I dare say this. Uh, will probably still be on my list come next year. Uh, it's st- they've they've emphasised that this is just the beginning, and I, I think if they just add that sort of le- layer of social interaction, yeah, it would it would easily be my number one because it's just just the nostalgia factor alone, uh, and and the circumstances under which I'm playing it, it's just awesome.
0: Do you? I know a lot of people have spoken about nostalgia with Elite Dangerous. But do you think it's actually a nostalgia that's making it a good game, or do you think it's actually a good game? Do you think it stands up on its own? Because I think it stands think up it's, on its own. And when I'm playing yeah. it, I don't really think too much about the, because I probably no. put most of my, fort, uh, when my 14 year old <laughs> self's <laughs> year at school, <laughs> uh, was spent playing Elite. To be honest, so uh, I've certainly played it a lot, and I played it on the Spectrum. I played it on. I think I played Frontier on the Amiga or something. Um, I've played the previous games a lot. But when I'm playing it but now, playing I, it I, don't, now I, I, don't, I don't necessarily look, look back and, and think, oh, it's just like <clears> I'm playing <throat> Elite from the good old days. I think, no, fuck, look I, at this amazing
2: space game where you're trading and shit. Yeah, I, yeah. I absolutely think you, you, don't, you don't need to play any of the previous
1: games to appreciate
2: Elite, Dangerous. yeah No, all I, <coughs> no what, way.
1: All I mean by the nostalgia factor is I'm, I'm keenly aware that this is a far more... this is a far superior experience to those old space sims because those old space sims I'd be playing with a digital stick probably and uh, you know and Key key commands and and it would just be a pain in the ass trying I mean, to the learn last, it. The last
2: one came out; it probably ran about five FPS or something. Yeah, and it was it was just basically <laughs> knew what FPS yeah, was, was good back at the
1: then. time. <laughs> yeah, and the combat was just like looping around. With this, you've got like the ability to 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 uh you know turn off the flight assist yeah. and spin yeah. around yeah, on a dime. You like can them. cut all the power to everything and stealth. You can, uh, you, and, and even when you're going along, which in the elderly, I remember just being like looking down this enormous square corridor, which they kind of have when you're in Super Cruise and you've got the fence posts going yeah. past, but you still, there's still an art that I'm still perfecting of keeping that throttle at the right speed. Yeah, you know, and not a, zooming a cul-
0: past a planet or destination too yeah. far. Yeah, doing
2: doing the loop-the-loop
1: the loop of shame, as they yeah. call it, if you miss it. Yeah. I think one is yeah, okay, I... any more than
0: that, and you're a noob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, definitely. The other interesting thing, which I only realised quite recently, um, they're giving away the original Elite on the website for free, if you wanted oh, to cool. see how the original worked. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah that's me, a good chap. If you wanted to see how far it's come from a I can't wait to to see what shit looks like in 30 years time, assuming I'm still here. I think I will be. Um, yeah. In 30 years time, what is Elite Super Dangerous going to look like? Or whatever it's going to be. It's going to be fucking amazing.
1: Yeah. And I I also love the way that this is such a great example of how crowdfunding can work. <laughs> and I know I I not the greatest had my reservation. Example, is it? <laughs> it's it's the greatest one for me because they've they've taken a lot of crowdfunding, mm. but they've also um, you know they've they've included everyone in the in the development not that I personally wanted that much involvement but a lot of people did yeah uh, but also they've they've also put a lot of their own money in uh you know this is a frontier game it's not it's self published um, and uh, I think they've they've just been like a really I think they've handled a lot of the sort of PR shit quite well and uh, it's good that they put their money where their mouth is because I'm sure the crowdfunding alone wasn't enough to make this game you know mm, it's, it it's had a been. two year it's had a two year <clears throat> cycle with a pretty sizable has it, had, has it been two there. years
0: I, th- I think were well, they working on it before
1: I think they might I think they might, I think probably had a, yeah <clears throat> I suppose but well the fact that they had something there already shows that they were going to you know that they they, would, they, they weren't entirely relying on, on on the public no so, no no but yeah but anyway uh, yeah I'm sure there'll be plenty more conversation about Elite Dangerous in the weeks and months to come as mm-hmm. they continue to improve it so yeah we'll probably still be talking about it this time <coughs> next year anyway right so that's that's almost all of it taken care of pretty much um, what is your number three in? Uh, Alien Isolation um. and for a game that I haven't
0: finished and probably never will it's still my number 3 of the year
2: <laughs> That's it's my number 1 <clears throat> okay. I thought it might
1: be Is it you c- have played it Rob, or haven't played it I still have not played it No, Matt got it for Christmas but he hasn't installed it yet because he's a pussy uh, and, and why <laughs> haven't you got
0: it because you're a pussy <laughs> At least
1: I I've got haven't, it haven't got time you
0: just haven't got it you pussy
2: haven't got time <laughs> I want to know Ian whereabouts
0: are you in the game I'm in the first cupboard (laughs) (laughs) no I'm not I uh, Uh, I think I've done a couple of hours, three hours I have seen the alien or the alien just popping in and saying hello, let's put it that way Uh, but I haven't had to do any of the shit that we had to do at Eurogamer Um, but I will It's, it's reinstalled, I've played a bit recently I just want more time to do it, and not because I definitely think it's one of those games that you have to play for a long period of time. It's not a twenty-minute yeah, session, twenty-minute a session, a session kind of game. Which
2: twenty twenty minutes will get you down one corridor, so you're t- yeah, you're totally, and, and, and it might not even do that. And you. I don't want to do
0: that. Whereas I can do I can do a a, a fun session of Rising Storm and Red Orchestra in twenty mm-hmm. minutes, and that's just I'll park that, I'll leave it. Um... So, yeah. I was
2: playing this game at, like for like six, eight hours at a time. I think yes, something ridiculous like that. Um,
1: <laughs> and it, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely one. To, was that your pussy noise, Rob, or plenty. have you seen
0: something offensive?
1: Um, they really poured in like tons of like really awesome effects mm. and stuff to make that kind of seventies style environment shine. Yeah, you know? in fact, like an old,
0: an old world, not a not the latest version of how it, it's all going to look. It really embraced the. Uh, the visuals of the movies, which was really fantastic. Yeah, they could right. have taken it. Yeah, uh, we fuck that. It's not. But it, it felt like you were in that time or of that time, yeah. which was really good. I,
2: I actually thought, and I think I said this when I when I talk about it the first time, that it, it felt more like walking through a set than through yeah. like a map in a computer yeah. game. Uh, yeah. the, the attention to detail it doesn't really come across as well enough in the screenshots, but actually taking yourself through that world and and I think also the pace kind of helps with that as well there's no bits that you kind of rush through Uh, like even in like really beautiful games like Metro there there is bits that are sort of wasted because you you go through them quite quickly Uh, whereas in this (coughs) you had time to kind of soak up the, the set and yeah, the the whole thing of like the the DOS on the computers and like yeah. the old the old late seventies <laughs> aesthetics of of, of, the, of like the electronics and the the kind of you know the the, the blow torches and the flamethrowers and stuff, which has got gaffer tape around them and stuff. Just the whole thing just just w- was so genuine and like it was totally the the game that I think Alien fans have been waiting for. It's definitely definitely the one I I've been waiting for. The, I think that that. The, one of the my first memories of a computer game was playing the aliens computer game on like the spectrum and it was it was like a it was like a first person 2D game where you you walk through these corridors and you have to click on a door and then you go into the next corridor and you look around but one of the one of the rooms will have an alien in it and it and when you see him in your camera he will start to walk towards you and it was terrifying and it had like a little sort of like four bit <laughs> soundtrack of bleeps and stuff beep, 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 but it but it but that but it 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 did the job back then and i i think it's actually been that long since that game that something's made me feel that connected to an aliens game, um, and I also thought it was awesome because um, it it had one of the most like cool heroes in a game. It, it was it was very similar to the kind of um, kind of Gordon Freeman thing, I guess, a, a bit in that you there's not much talking. There was only a few bits where she's she's talking to other characters. So for a lot of it, you are her. You are. Yeah. You are Ripley walking through through the station, which which was which was awesome, and it and it certainly was me cowering under desks, trying not to fucking look at the, <laughs> the alien as it as it as it came down. And, I, I, and, and this is still true to this day. There was probably about a total of 10 moments in that game where I managed to keep my eyes open when the alien grabbed me. That's how much it scared me. And like part of that is voluntary. And I think it, it helped me make, it helped made the game even scarier for me. It was kind of that Slender Man mechanic of don't look at the enemy, which <coughs> always makes it scarier. Um, but yeah, it, it like, I thought she was a cool character. Like I, I hate games, which overpower you. I I, I got bored of them. A long, long time ago. It's why things like Gears of War don't really interest me. I don't like these hulked-out, you know, soldiers or or Uber Marines or whatever. I I I don't identify with them. I don't I don't want to protect them. I don't want to keep them alive. I don't care about those sorts of characters. So to make me play an engineer who's scared shitless is perfect for me. and, And I think it's perfect for a horror game.
1: Certainly perfect for a Rift game as well. Like so.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Although, although
1: I'm not sure I could do it myself. It, uh, it,
2: it, was, it was very, very scary, dude. Like, I mean, to be fair, it's a horror game. That's exactly what it's designed for. And to, for the platform to make it do a better job of what it's to, to be designed for is, is only a cool thing. But yeah, it, it's not for people who don't enjoy being scared. Like, that is... It, that is it's that it's is definitely the game
0: that, that has, has been needed for the, from the movies. <clears throat> it is. Yeah. If, if yeah. you want to be in the first movie, play this game.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and yeah. particularly the, the DLC. Like when you're, oh, yeah. when you're sort yeah, of yeah. running around with a flamethrower as as Eleanor Ripley, and the steam coming out of the vents, and this and the like the rotating um, warning lights, and the alarms are going off, and you don't know if you're going to run straight into a xenomorph. Like that is absolutely the closest I, that I've been to being in that film, um, which was which is absolutely why it was my, my number one
1: cool no i'm definitely going to get to it in particular i might just get it just to play the dlc as i've said before um Hmm. but yeah the reason i haven't picked it up yet and i and i saw it on sale in the steam sale and i nearly nearly did it but the reason i didn't is because i cannot justify playing anything else while i'm playing my number two game of the year dragon age inquisition uh, it's a massive fucking game. It's so big, and it continues to astound me at how big it is. It's bigger than Skyrim. It it really is because I keep going to new areas, and these areas that I'm going to, I'm traipsing around, and uh, they feel bigger than Skyrim. And at the same time, even more dense. You know, there's so much stuff in each in each of the uh, in each of the areas. Right now, I've been doing a series of like little submissions to figure out how to take down dragons i'm sure you could go and you can completely go to a spot around a riv- ravine and and there's a dragon and it will destroy you um and you can try and take it on by going back there and having a go at it but uh i figured i'd steer clear of it until i knew what i was doing um because taking down the dragons is quite a lot to it because you've got a target different parts of them and send you guys off but no i've really enjoyed the game so far um it took it did take a while for me to get into it uh, at first i was a bit like oh here we go again um but as uh, the various systems have kind of unraveled and uh, the different characters oh yeah like the the npcs in this game there's like i think I'm, there must be about 10 different characters there's like probably four or five of each different like mage warrior rogue and each of them is individual uh there's s- some really really original uh characters there's this guy who's like a spirit who's in the form of a man and people forget about him if they don't talk to him for a while you know they forget he exists He's, it's really r- well, it's, really brilliant you never right? know someone like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, but they, they, it's all in the dialogue and, you know, the way the characters all talk to ever, together. There's, they, like, there's so much content in this game I'm never gonna see, like any other Bioware game, I'm, I suppose. Um, and, and the side missions don't feel like side missions. It just all feels like legitimate content, you know. I don't feel like I'm doing filler at all because, I mean, I, <laughs> the other day I was just going up a mountain and that's the thing, yeah, because, these environments are so huge there's a there's an element of exploration that has never been in a dragon age game before and no it's not as immersive because it's not first person but uh there's still a lot of like i mean i wandered up the top of this cliff as i was just about to say and uh i found this big lump of cheese on the table and <coughs> and i clicked on it and it said oh the uh wedge of destiny and and I looked at it and I was looking through my inventory going what is it a magic item blah blah and then I eventually went into my weapons bit and it and it's a shield it's a big shield it's a unique uber shield
2: made uh, of cheese
1: that's, that's just a big lump of cheese with a dagger stuck in it and uh, now my main tank has a big lump of cheese as a shield I just find that so bonkers and weird and I love it and there's just so m- it's just such a dense game I couldn't tell you how far through it I am well I can tell you I've sunk 45 hours into it and there's no end in sight (laughs) it's
2: it's, it's interesting you said that you you had to give it a bit of time and that you were were a bit apprehensive when you started because that i i I played this round of friends um and and probably only for a couple of hours or so um and i didn't get I, I, i didn't get to the point where it started being fun to be honest um, yeah, I, it kind of hits its stride <laughs> at about
1: level ten. By then, you kind of know what you're doing with the combat. I mean, at the moment, yeah. I'm a mage. I'm just hanging back. I've I've got um I've got different kinds of warriors that do different things. One that's a he- iron ball who's a gay guy who with one eye and horns, um and uh, and he's like my my damage dealer guy who does a big whirlwind and makes a crack in the earth and stuff. And then I've got a tank who uh, keeps the enemy at bay, and I've, and then I have a uh, interchangeable different rogues, uh, all that some that do melee, some that do range. Um, but it's not just their abilities; that it's the characters that, mm, that, yeah. that
2: pull me yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've only seen a bit of the the combat and stuff, but it, it was that that felt a bit off. It it sort of just felt like I was holding down a trigger um, until it was over, um, and pro- probably because it hadn't got to any sort of the sort of more challenging stuff. But the, the overall kind of feeling of it sort of felt like an mmo that no one else was playing um it's it, sort of felt a bit empty if that it makes can sense. feel
1: that way at times um but when you get into uh you know when it, it you have to sort of you don't have to but when you take it in the context of the rest of it where you've got you know this big keep that you're Upgrading in different ways as well. You've got all the crafting. You've got um, see, see the way the crafting works is you'll have different uh, slots. You have different slots, uh, and and you can use different types of metal. So if you make something with onyx, you'll get a jet black shield. You know stuff like that. Uh, so you can create. You can really customize your your party and stuff. And uh, yeah, uh, for me, uh, they've just overcompensated in every possible way they could of um, and it's and it's night and day from Dragon Age 2 which is still people are highly derisive <clears throat> about um, for me I think EA learned their lesson and realized that to make a good Dragon Age game you cannot rush it but no I take your point about the combat it can and it and the fact that it can feel like a bit of an MMO um, but well, was it not originally going to be an MMO is that no. Maybe, maybe
2: no I thought I thought for a it was originally, and then that no. idea got dropped.
1: I think they, I think they've taken a few lessons from, uh, whether good or bad. They've definitely taken a few design uh, choices from Knights from the Old Republic, I guess. Um, just the way that uh, it's structured, the way, uh, the way. I don't know. It's just, I, I guess some of the missions can feel a bit fetchy at times, but the rewards for doing them are kind of worth it. Um, I've just got to the point now where I'm choosing what specialization I'm going to pick for my mage, my main character. And and I've got the choice of being a necromancer, a rift mage, which makes the most sense to me. Or I can be a mage that wields some kind of sword or something as well. So, uh, yeah, but it's just the mind boggles. Every time I sit down and play it, I get sucked in, even though there can be a bit... But it can feel like a little bit clunky at times with some of the interfaces. Anyway, that's my number two. I'm going to have to launch into my number one as well now because we've we've done everything else. And I was deliberating between, as I said, I was deliberating between my top three for quite some time. But I eventually settled on uh, Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor being my number one. Uh, Mostly on account of me just having so much goddamn fun with it. We did an entire podcast explaining what it what it was and what it wasn't. Um, I love. I I I think it was just because it was such a surprise for me. Because when I first saw it, you know, I didn't think it was going to be much. Um, It looked incredibly derivative. It was in many ways, but that Nemesis system uh, I thought was incredibly innovative, and it's going to be used. In fact, I was listening to a podcast today uh or not today last week with ken levine uh the creator of bioshock and he said that they got there first you know he's he's acknowledged that he's doing something similar and that you know uh and that was his favorite game of the year as well uh cool. was middle earth shadow <clears throat> Mordor. so yeah uh that's that's what i thought um yeah that's that's my number one game of 2014 This has been the Not Playing Podcast in partnership with NotListening.co.uk. You can get me on Twitter at Bobby Rocker, B-O-B-I-R-O-K-A.
0: I'm at EboGB, which is E-B-O-W-G-B. And
2: I'm at Patrick J-K-A-Y.
1: You can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Bye Bye. Sorry, bear with me. Where? I can't see one. Hey. Oh. <coughs> sorry, um, sorry about that. Just as a that.
0: miserable aside, this is... <coughs> these This podcast being recorded on the day uh, the shit kicked off in Paris, and one of the guys I play Rising Storm with uh, is a Frenchman, and he's a lovely fella, uh, and I just sent him my best wishes earlier, and
1: he's sent me a load of stuff back. Oh, uh, yeah, that was. Yeah, they. I work in media myself, so that put the shits up me, definitely. And he knew one of
0: the victims, which is quite. sad. Okay, anyway. anyway you can cut all that out, definitely. Um, So, what was the question? What's my number five?
2: Yeah. Building, like, a thought or whatever somebody else. And, um, what? The but, yeah, fuck like, is um, going on? the forest, you know, will let you.
1: Hello. Oh, cool, cut out, mate.
2: Hello. I can hear. Oh, in shit.
1: Shit, biscuits. Hello. Hello.
2: Oh, he's back. You are there. Here I am. Um, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So you can. Um. Yeah. You can.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is distracting. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I can't see it. Oh, whatever. No. Uh, not whatever. Sorry. My Jesus. It's a beautiful thing. I can't see it, for some reason it went, oh, it, it was just a blank thing, and then it just had an X saying, can't accept the image. Send it again.
0: Uh, all it needs is a little box of tissues by the front, Pat, and you're, you're already Oh, it's go. just... <laughs> or some socks, whatever. being
1: very <laughs> slow to download. Why is this taking so long to... Yeah, we noticed this earlier, Skype
2: is the slowest.
1: <laughs> God, it's a piece of shit. It's all right, it? it's okay. It's oh yeah, nice. it's nice.
0: There we go, so that then very nice if you look at the chat mm-hmm. now <laughs> yeah I get sense, it makes sense doesn't it
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: um, what I really want to do is just have a massive chunk of time where I don't feel guilty about playing games for 10 hours and won't have distractions sorry missus and um, can just do it all the way through as a great experience this is my excuse for being a pussy of course um, I've not found the alien yet in the sing- in the main campaign. So, that's if that's not very far along, I've seen... Sorry,
2: is, is there a helicopter landing in one of your living rooms? There does seem to be something outside, doesn't there?
0: <laughs> Should I just hold off until it fucks off?
2: Get your laser pen out.
0: They hate those. Yeah, then I'll be fucking off as well. <coughs> <laughs> oh, I'm joking, please don't. Do no, shit. First of all, I don't have one. Second of all, not a cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seems to have gone. Okay. So where were we up to? Fuck it.
2: Isolation. We're doing
1: alien isolation. Yeah. So and I the fact that you haven't played very much. For me, like
2: it, it was it was basically Rob? the the design of the world Hello? I think. Um like it 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 completely Fuck captured me. like the look of the the films. Um What's going on? Like, absolutely, just the atmosphere and the kind of mythology of, of, of the series was, was like coming through in the game, I think.
1: They really doubled down, I think, on like, you know, the, the tight corridors, oh mm. even though it was, you know, it was fairly Hello. tight corridors and stuff. Hello. Let's wait for Ian to come back. Sorry. Hello. Here Hello. I am. Hello. Can you, Him. Here I am. Out. Sorry. Wow, you're having some real issues there on the.
0: Yeah, it's being a bit of a chuff, isn't it? Yeah.